0: Hey, everybody! Welcome back! Uh, w- last time, the fine folks figured out from the Quarian uh, Rumu... ...that the slavers that they are hunting down are situated on a jungle planet in the Horsehead Nebula. And, uh, and so after getting Rumu off fairly quietly so that way uh, they would not have to basically run into, uh, Dekaiter, who basically pretty much wants her if not dead, then that's even more worrying than wanting her dead. Uh, they, they snuck her off Omega and brought her to the Citadel. Um, she gave them her uh, mechs that are piloted by a pretty simple VI and, uh, I think, uh, Kenzak knew, like, Programmed them to basically defend the ship while they're gone. While they're gone, and so they went to the planet and they found out where the um, where the slavers were hiding. And in order to open up the fight, they went back into the jungle that their base is situated near. Got uh, Kunk like covered in meat and viscera, and made him made him look real tasty. And then ran into the uh, to the slaver camp which is where I called initiative and left the game because I needed to stat a monster now that was a good place to stop so we've rolled initiative Uh, what is y'all's initiative order going to be?
1: I would like to go first I would like to use the slot that is very first I think
0: yes it is very first
2: I was going to specify first, sixth and ninth Although that is debatable, the last two, because they're equal.
0: I'll rule it so that way yeah. uh, PCs go before It, it is
1: supposed to be the PC first, actually. That's like written okay. into the rules. Okay. okay. If, uh, if the first number is the same and the second number is the same, it defaults to the PC going first.
3: Got it. I'm not picky. I'll take the last slot if nobody else
2: wants it for any particular reason. I don't think we have to call it until it comes up. So let's wait and see what happens when all the NPCs go. Okay.
0: So then, Kunk, what is your opening gambit going to be? Uh, just as a reminder, the captain, the second in command, and one group of um, of minions are standing together talking as you run into their base and covered in meat. One of the other groups of minions are just sort of like spread all around, so that way they probably won't be caught up in your grenade, but I am giving you three uh, I am giving you three targets.
1: Yeah, so what's my what range band am I in relative to that nice juicy group that you just set me up with?
0: Uh, we'll say medium.
1: Okay, so I'm going to use my first maneuver to maintain my bionic empowerment.
0: Right, correct, because um You did set up a thing that makes you, that makes you go fast. Yes.
1: I'm then going to use the free second maneuver that my bionic empowerment is giving me to move into short range with that cluster. Okay. And then I think I'm going to use a story point to upgrade the role of me hucking a grenade at this group.
0: All right. Go ahead and spend it. You, uh, you upgrade that, uh, that roll, And so go ahead and, uh, roll it. I believe short range is a difficulty one or is it difficulty two?
2: I forget. It's a thrown weapon, so it might be a little different.
0: Um, short is an easy difficulty, so it's only one purple. All right. Big money. No whammies. Okay. Alright, so you get three successes and two advantages. Okay, so, um...
2: I think you can spend those advantages to activate disruptive.
1: Uh, so I... God, it's... This is actually going to be, like, something to consider because I mapped it all out. Uh, basically, all of the good things on these grenades are active. So I have to spend, with the exception of Sunder two advantages in order to get them to go off so i could either have disruptive 2 which will drop their melee and range defense ratings by 1 for two rounds or i could spend those to activate blast 6 which in addition well so the the first person i'm targeting which i guess is going to be their leader yeah, okay. it's gonna be hit for eleven. If oh, I activate. Wait, uh,
0: real quick, hmm? actually, um, I forgot that she. Uh, we're gonna have to re-roll that if you're attacking her, because I forgot that there are rules associated with her. First, we need to, uh, put in her well, defense. If they're all
1: close, if they're all clustered together, I'll fucking hit the guys that don't have adversary or whatever.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the the um, I think. He does have adversary, so you're going to be targeting the the grunts then.
1: Okay, so the grunts will be hit for 11, and then if I spend those two advantages, I'll hit everybody else for 9. Okay. But otherwise, I don't get to hit everybody else.
0: So I think that's what I want to do. Okay, so they take... 8 plus 3 which is 11 minus their soak which is 10 what no 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 there's no way that's correct their their soak is 1 so it brings it down to 10 is what I was trying to say
3: okay Jesus (laughs) fucking
0: Christ I I was yes the minions have 10 soak
3: if the minions have 10 soak we are going to (laughs) turn around and leave (laughs) No, no,
0: the minions have one soak, so it brings the damage down to ten.
2: And my excessively powerful shotgun does eight damage, so, yeah. (laughs) All
0: right, so, uh, let's see. Okay, so, one of the, uh, slavers just turns into meat. They are, they're dead. They have been indebted. Um, there's another one that looks really fucked up. Um... Let's see, the soak for the boss is three, so she is brought up to six wounds. And the lieutenant has a soak of four. So six minus four is two. Wait, no, hold on. I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm dealing um, nine damage to the non-mooks. Dealing nine damage to so he's up to he gets wounds five. Got it. Okay. All right. That's two maneuvers and an attack. I have one grenade yep.
1: left, and then the shotgun comes out.
0: Okay. Uh. So, I'm just going to rule that in the confusion of all of this going on, the jungle beast gets to go on the next two parts of the initiative slot because a uh, jungle beast is a. Uh, is a nemesis, so it gets to go twice. And basically Nemesis, um, they have basically the best sort of shit. They have a lot of um, a lot of stuff that all the other NPCs don't, including strain. So this jungle beast can have strain stuff happen to it. And I don't think it has anything that like targets strain necessarily. But, uh, but it's also got a lot of other stuff that, um, that makes it good. So it's going to use one turn. Uh, you know, you're fast, you're nimble, but it looks like there's a bunch of tasty targets that aren't fast or nimble and are, in fact, very surprised. So it's going to move over and start attacking some of the, uh, we'll say some of the grunts just because, um, They look easiest to eat, so it is going to roll. I don't think the slavers have. Oh, the slavers do have a defense, but we'll ignore it for that one grenade roll. I don't want to have to redo the math. Um, so one B and melee attacks are always difficulty two. So it moves up to engaged. Uh, By the way, this beast. Is huge. Um, it's so big that it actually has a silhouette rating of two, which is basically the same thing as like a large category size in uh, in Dungeons and Dragons. So it's it's big. Like once you start getting into like silhouette three stuff, uh, special things happen to it. But for silhouette two, nothing really different happens. Um, so let's go ahead and roll this. Ah, uh, he deals. Um, 10 damage to the slavers who have one soak so that's a total of 9 so he basically just leaps up and chows down on two of them immediately and like a third one just like falls like and busts his butt uh, as he scrambles to get away Uh, and he is go- then going to just basically attack again. He's real, going to swipe at this. Hmm?
1: It says on the little stat block for the attack, it has Pierce two. So two of those things oh. soak don't count.
0: Okay, well then. Um, <laughs> so it's a little more than just falling on his butt, but, um, but th- he then just like swings his tail at the... Um, at the uh, last one to try and just completely destroy this group of uh of slavers so let's go ahead and roll that again same
2: <laughs> yo <laughs> um that's a lot of oh, maybe we should shit. just leave symbols <laughs> so that's, that's four,
1: successes four successes and five and advantages. advantages colin is there any way in the world you could have that be pointed at the boss instead
0: no, I already declared my, uh... I already declared my Ooh. intent. Um, what I will say, though, is... With those five fucking... S- successes... I will say that it goes... Instead of targeting just the... One minion group... The rest of the spillover damage is going to go into the next... Minion group. Does that sound fair?
2: Yeah, I will sure. say you can spend three of those to... Uh, add... Or activate the critical...
0: On a bunch of minions, it's not worth it.
2: <laughs> I want to see it rolled. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's not worth it.
3: I mean, are you gonna? St- is it gonna do anything else with those fucking advantages? Do it yeah, anyway. What else is it doing?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hold on one second. Then let me. Uh, I want to see this me... fucking
3: minion break his arm before he gets turned into red face. <laughs> okay. So, uh,
0: so that's ten total. So the tail swing not hits the. Um, one slaver square in the chest, and he flies so flies away so hard that his head knocks into the head of another Batarian, and they both basically are just brained, and uh, and like one skull is cracked, and the uh, and the other one just like has a huge like indent in his chest, and they are both dead. So you've gone down from eight minions to three. Thanks to this thing. Well, this thing and the grenade. Hey. Uh, and then let me roll the critical for the um. They're they're on offset,
2: so. Well, the uh, offset would be thirty. Are... That's the second thing that the critical rating does.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Um. So sixty-five.
2: Don't worry. He's just slightly dazed.
0: They're, they're slightly dazed uh at once dice to all skill checks until end of encounter okay so yeah the the rest of the uh, the slavers are just like oh shit this one is that thing that we didn't want to come in it's here it fits next up i guess next up would be the captain like the captain of course would uh
2: don't forget be to on like top remove
0: things. things from the initiative tracker right correct
3: <laughs> uh... <laughs>
0: Right, so the captain um, immediately just like starts barking orders to everyone, and then runs into the base, and is basically going to spend her entire turn like inside the base moving. So uh, that's her entire turn. You don't see where she's going, but she is barking orders to everyone uh, and essentially just beating feet. So next up is the lieutenant who has not noticed the Vorcha, and so he is going to- Well, no, I just blew him the fuck up. He knows I'm here,
1: but there's something even yeah, worse something... than a Vorcha with grenades mm-hmm. in the camp right now. Yeah,
0: so, uh what's he going to do? What does he ha- even have? Oh, you know what he's going to, you know what he's going to do? He is going to, um, he's going to use a tech power Uh, He's going to use the book. He's going to use the move uh, submission net. So he needs to make an average tech check if he's successful. The target suffers five damage plus one damage per uncancelled success with the ensnere one and stun damage qualities. So um, he basically pulls up his omni tool, taps some stuff on it and is going to make a roll. So he's rolling two purple, one black on top of his tech. Mod and you missed the black success. Why did it miss the black? I typed you it in B instead oh, of BLK. I, I, oh, yep, yep, okay. Let me just roll a single black then.
3: That's what I was gonna say.
0: It doesn't matter either way, All right? So, he rolls one success and one threat.
1: So, ensnare doesn't happen, that's an active, uh, yeah. That's an active item quality. It requires spending two advantages.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So it deals five damage to this... It th- deals six damage to this thing. Uh, unfortunately the jungle beast has a soak of six, so he does nothing. He, uh, it basically just bites its way out of the net and turns his attention to him. And, uh, and with that one threat, I'm going to say, like, the the mental stress of this kind of gets to him. So he takes a single point of strain damage, which doesn't exist for him because he's not a nemesis. So it goes, it translates directly into wounds. Um, I think that brings it up to the, another PC's turn. So who wants to go now? It's up to either Ahili or Kenzek. Um As a reminder, you have three normal slavers left, the captain just sort of ran away, Uh, the lieutenant tried to shoot a net at the thing, and it failed, and the beast is undamaged, unsurprisingly.
3: Well, my turn's probably going to be spent just using uh, fire discipline, which if you don't want the, like, ammo buff is straight up just a extra green die as long as I'm keeping it up. Okay. So unless you really need to do something with your turn, Bobbin, I guess I'll go next.
2: Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to throw out a uh, incendiary tech power.
3: Yeah, sure. Cool, cool. I guess I will take my turn then. So thing i found out two it takes two strain to use a combat power Mm-hmm. and then if i remember correctly i had this open i make an average vigilance check if i wanted to i could also like just increase the uh target to two people actually yeah that's what i'm going to do i'm going to do a three dice vigilance check is what i'm doing okay let me find vigilance. There it is. Three P. Let's see how this goes. Well, I did Ooh, not get any successes.
0: Failure, but a failure. you did get two advantages. Well, uh, you can use those to refresh the strain you just lost. Is that a thing I can do? Yep. Uh, one advantage is recover one strain. Um, or you can, with two, you can, um, you can, you can perform an immediate free maneuver.
3: I mean, an immediate free maneuver would get me, like, nothing. Could get you cover. I already, I still have a maneuver. Oh, true.
2: Well, if you get, if you need two for any reason, you can, like, change your distance span and then jump into cover.
3: Uh, For right now, I think I'm just going to, I believe one of the things you can spend that on is giving the next person a boost.
0: Yes, it is. Or you can add a um, black dice to the next uh, target NPC. Nah, that takes two,
1: though. Granting a yeah. boost only costs one. Can you do that twice? Should be. I don't see why not.
2: It only costs to to add some to add boost to any allied character's check, rather than just the next one. Yeah, I'll just spend both of them on giving two boosts to Bobbin.
0: Okay.
3: Or if Bobbin doesn't use them, then Cat can take them. No, it has to be the next. Oh, it has to be the next? Okay, then Bobbin gets them.
2: And yeah, I am using them. Okay.
3: And then with my maneuver, I take cover.
0: Yep. Next up are the slavers who uh, they all run for cover as for as part of their maneuver. And then they open fire on the beast because it's scary. It's a scary thing. Why, no, why is this here? Uh, They are within short range of it, so it's one purple. Uh, By the way, their guns have the inferior uh, quality, so that means they automatically get um, one threat. Generated it, like it doesn't even roll. Like, if, if it happens, it, it happens. Add that in, yeah. I know, I did. I, I've already added into their modifiers. Yep, yep, yep. Okie doke. Oh, but by some miracle, they managed to negate the worst of it. Uh, so they get a success and a threat. So they're dealing seven damage to the beast. They're doing seven damage to the beast. They're the only ones who have dealt any damage to this beast uh they basically concentrate fire on this thing and it like you see it hurt a little and then it turns to them and uh well it's not going to go so well for them i'm just and let's see what can i do with that threat um
1: well you just said the beast turns to look at them menacingly they're probably pretty scared (laughs) give them some strain yeah yeah
0: so uh that's that's a uh that's one damage to that. So then, Kenzek, it's your turn.
2: Alright, so I am currently at medium range, same as everyone else when this stall started. Mm hmm. Okay, I think I would like to stay there. So I am going to dive for cover as my maneuver, and I'm going to use my Tech Attack Incinerate which already has a, uh, a free Blast 2 added to it just for uh, my excellent Omni tool. And in addition, I am going to add the range effect for the tech attack, which means that instead of going at short range, this goes off at medium range. And that does add to the difficulty. Okay, who are you targeting? And so, uh, I'm targeting the lieutenant.
0: Oh, the lieutenant. All right, um, let me check to see his defense real quick. Uh, his defense is one, so you're
2: going to add... Oh, no, no. I I roll out against a standard difficulty.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Oh, yeah. Is that true for all tech powers? Yes, tech powers bypass armor.
0: Then he should not have had to roll that, um, that black dice, but it didn't matter because it didn't add add or subtract anything, so... All right, so go ahead and roll it.
2: Okay, uh, this is with uh, against the difficulty three because of the added modifiers and two blue dice. What the hell?
0: <laughs> well, that's two failures, but an advantage. I mean, it's up to you on how you want to spend that advantage, but like, if uh, if you want, I will say that the incinerate just overshoots and he doesn't even notice it. So uh, he has no idea that you're here and therefore will not aim
2: at you. Well, that and I'm obviously not the biggest threat in the area.
0: Yeah, but you're an easy you would be an easier threat and getting rid of numbers. I'm in
2: cover at medium range. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Also, I'm a Krogan taking me down is never easy. Well, regardless, uh, yeah, that's a tremendous miss, and so I might as well give the next PC who goes one blue die.
0: Alright, speaking of the next PC who goes, uh, who's going? It's the top of the order again, so.
1: Probably me again, I think, unless, uh, one of the other two has some follow-up to what Kenzak just did.
2: Well, the big block of NPCs are going, and you're currently the most at risk. I would suggest you go first.
3: Yeah. Okay. Same. We're both kind of like, still a little bit unnoticed.
1: Alright. So, Colin, the Gang of Mooks is all focused on the animal.
0: Correct. Same with the Lieutenant, right? Correct. Basically, cool. nobody's paying attention to you guys. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I'd like to follow the captain then. All right. Does that speed maneuver thing work? So you get two things. You
1: get to do two things on a turn by default. You get to do like a big action, which mm-hmm. in combat is usually your attack, but it can be other things. And you get one maneuver. You can get one more maneuver and only one more maneuver. You only ever get two, if you take two strain. However, because of my bionic empowerment, I get a move maneuver for free.
2: Okay. I believe you can also spend and uh, like sacrifice your action for for the, the second maneuver.
0: Yeah, that
1: sounds correct. Uh, so. I would spend my first maneuver to keep the empowerment up and then spend the second maneuver to move, spend my free movement to move in the direction of where the uh, boss was running. And I mean, she couldn't have gotten too far because she like basically Downgraded her action into a maneuver to issue orders, and then would have spent her, uh, her like one regular maneuver to move one range band.
0: N- nah the 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 order the order thing was purely like flavor. that was going to be I was going to rule that as an incidental. She she it didn't do anything that had any normal advantage. She was just like basically okay. si- like telling people what to do. So she she basically used both maneuvers to run. Okay, so either way. I'm just going after her. Okay. So you can basically move as far as she did, considering uh, you both are using maneuvers to two maneuvers to move. Or yeah, two maneuvers to move. Um and when you get in when you get in there, there's um basically a staircase to your right that's like a couple feet off, and you see her like running up that as she's and she's like pulling some stuff up on her Omni-tool and like punching things in it's not like something she's actively doing this is another just like flavor thing but it looks like she's getting ready to do something can i tell where she's heading does it look like she's moving up into some kind of like control area or anything um the stairs, like, there's an entire, like, second floor, so, and since she's just going up the stairs, you can't tell, like, where, like, what direction she's heading, she's still, like, because there's only one place that it ends up on, but I'll give you this, like, when, when you look around, you see that basically on t- like, below the, uh, door that you just came in is another door, like, on the floor up above you, and that, so that obviously must lead outside at some point, and somewhere um so she could be going there there's a couple of detention cells towards like the back on the opposite end of that um of that door where you see there are a couple of, like people inside and they look kind of confused they've been stripped down to their uh to their skivvies and uh they look a little hungry a little thirsty but not like completely abused they, they want them to be good stu- apparently they want them to be good stock so that way uh, people know what they're buying essentially horrible horrible thing to say but you know you gotta have your slaves in good enough
1: condition to work which requires giving them food and water correct
0: Not maybe not enough maybe not as much as they should be getting but they are not starving to death and they are not uh, dying of thirst
1: yeah So I don't know if this is a thing in the rules, but if you will allow me, Colin, I would like to hold my action.
0: I don't think there is a thing like that in the rules, but I will allow it because, um, what are you holding it for? What do you want to do? I want to know where she's going.
1: I have one more grenade and it can damage machinery. I want to see, is she like going for a control panel or um, like an office room or something? And if there's any way in the world that I could just baseball pitch my last EMP grenade to where she's headed and potentially blow out all the machines that she might be using to, I don't know, radio for help or activate some kind of like... Uh, localized defensive turrets, whatever, and just shut that shit down. I'd, I'd like to just wait a minute, see what she's going for.
0: Okay, yeah, I will. I will allow that. Um, so you're basically saying if she goes towards machinery, you wanna huck the M- EMP grenade. Got it. Yeah. Okay. That is more than acceptable. Um, All right. Next up is the captain's turn. Um, She is going to spend her main action finishing playing on her omni tool, essentially. So she is going to be using uh, the power tech armor. So uh, let me go ahead and roll her tech. She's just going to use the basic one. So it's an average four successes. Okay, so um, her basically her soak is reduced by is in was well, increased by three. So is every
1: canceled success or every two uncancelled successes because
0: is every, it's every
1: two uncancelled successes. So it improves by three or is it
0: every three. two after the first until the end of the engineers next turn, reduce the damage of all hits against them by one plus one per every two successes. And then they okay. can maintain these effects with the uh, concentrate maneuver, which she will probably be doing. Um, so you see this hard, light, like orange armor just appear over her body, and like, and uh, and she continues to run for the other door, which opens up, and it, and inside is a defense turret, which she just hops in, like, like it's a one of those ones that you have to like, hop into and like manually aim and shoot. Um, she hops into it, and then Okay, the, the moment
1: two... she opens the door is the moment that I act.
0: Okay, so uh, go ahead and roll. It is a, we'll say medium range. Um, so that's a two, and she well, has an adversary... She has the adversary it's, it's one. Be,
1: it's gotta be short range, oh. otherwise I can't throw. Th- these are short oh, okay. range weapons. I'm
0: trying to think So. Yeah, yeah. I, if you could hit her with a, I'm, I'm just trying to think. Like, if could you hit her with a pistol from where you are, the answer is yes. So, uh, that so you could easily throw it in there. Um, so it's a difficulty one, but it, uh, she has the adversary trait, so it increases by one. So you're rolling one red.
1: Oh, okay. Do we mind if I drop another story point on this one, folks?
0: Well, I'm not using them. Yeah, same somebody should get something done with their turns.
3: And then and
0: then I am going to use a story point to upgrade it again, so uh, it's one red and one purple.
1: All right, big money noemies. Okay, three so three successes and a threat and a triumph. Okay.
3: I think that is the big money.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay, let me let me a good whammy. double check something. Do triumphs ca- how many uh, advantages to triumphs count for
2: uh basically you can spend one of them on anything
0: oh okay yeah Yeah, there's uh there's one thing in the entire book where it's like if you have two triumphs and um dealing damage to a target had had the target destroy a piece of equipment the target is using such as blowing up their assault rifle or slicing their sword in half but that's two triumph um one triumph you can upgrade the difficulty targeted characters next check Uh, You can upgrade the ability of any allied character's next check, including that of the current character. Do something vital, such as shooting the controls to a nearby blast force to seal them shut. On an initiative check, uh, perform an immediate maneuver free action before combat
2: begins. And also, you can spend one triumph on any other positive thing that you can buy with advantages.
0: Yeah. Okay. But just one. All right. So first of all, she's getting hit for eleven. Okay. Uh, she does have a current soak of six, so uh, she, that is brought down to five. She's still looking real fucked up, though. Like she's looking mighty fucked up.
1: Yeah, I bet. And okay, Colin. Here's something a little bit weird. So the. Uh, what I want to do is a little bit weird, but i I think it I think you'll agree it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I want the Triumph to damage the turret that she's going for.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. Is I I will say that it doesn't destroy that because that's a two Triumph thing, but I will say that it will deal less damage.
1: Yeah, because like I could activate uh, Blast 6 and basically hit the turret's control panel for 9 or I could activate Sunder which is one of the grenades things and like deal condition damage to it which just makes it worse I think that might actually be the thing I think moving the condition from new to minor would uh, just okay, put a sure. setback dice on all of its I stuff
0: don't... okay
1: yeah
2: yeah, I was looking at that earlier, and basically there's undamaged, minor damage, moderate damage, major damage, broken.
0: Yeah. Okay. Alright, um. So she hops into it, and then, like, she hears a tink, 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 and, uh, she goes. And she says, What the hell? And as soon as that's out of her mouth, the EMP goes off, and she just screams in pain. Um, the turret immediately starts sparking a little bit uh it's got some like good burns in there um, so that happened <laughs> uh, that that's her that's her turn she has no idea where right. it came from so I am just
1: <laughs> a little monster cackling to myself
0: okay so how
1: are we going to spend this the uh, threat Um, So what I'll say is that um, strain is kind of meant to represent like you pushing yourself really hard in addition to all the other things that we did. And you were originally Mm going to say that the throw was out to medium range rather than close. So how about I just Mm -hmm. like I had to kind of blow out my arm muscle a little bit to get that pitch out. So I'll take a strain.
0: Okay. Sounds good. All right. So uh, that was her turn. She got blown up. Okay. uh, next is the next NPC. Um, I'll say that the uh, that the monster that the jungle creature is currently like kind of slow and lethargic because it did just eat like three guys. So it's it's starting to feel a little full, so it's not going to go next. Uh, What will go next, however, are the minions who managed to do a good job shooting it before. So let's do it again. One damage and two successes, eh? Okay, so, uh... They deal deal seven damage. Uh, They continue to minorly inconvenience the jungle beast. And, um... With two successes, one of them sort of looks up and, uh, well... What I would do is, uh, I will go ahead and I will... um, I will roll notice or whatever Uh, they don't have it so they just roll cunning? I think it's cunning yeah to see if they uh, see the rest of the NPCs here because uh, one of them is hiding behind cover and the other one is in like jungle they obviously would not see you but they know of your existence I think that's perception yeah uh, they don't have perception so uh, so they're just going to be rolling cunning which is too green. I'll make it a difficulty 2. Like, neither, neither of you are saying that you are hiding, but also like, I feel like, just them a Healy's in cover, she said. Oh, okay. I'll make it a 3 then. Uh, no! They do not notice you. I'm just, like... So, they don't notice that you are here. Next up is the next NPC... We'll have the lieutenant go again. Like I said, this beast is feeling a little lethargic. It's got it's got a good meal in, so it's like he's just going to shoot it with a shotgun. Like it's it'll deal more damage than the uh, than his net will. Like the net was a good idea. Just like stop this thing from moving. But obviously, like this thing is strong enough to just keep on keeping on. So um, well, he did not get. Oh, wait, no. No, he did not get any hits in. Unfortunately, but he did get three advantages. You can, ah, uh, no,
1: this thing has silhouette too. You might not be able to get knockdown on this. That might just be a big old nothing.
0: Uh, I th- hold on, I'm gonna see if, uh, that is true. I mean, I mean,
1: okay, unless specified otherwise, knockdown requires two advantages to trigger plus one additional advantage per silhouette of the target beyond one. So yeah, actually, you can no.
0: knock the beast down with it. Okay. No damage. All right. So no so no damage unfortunately, but um but this thing does basically get knocked on its ass. Uh and has to spend a maneuver getting up.
1: Yeah, it is knocked prone and I believe getting up out of
0: prone is a maneuver. All right. So finally is the third NPC's turn and uh, and it's going to be the beast's turn because that's the only thing that can go anymore. And it spends basically an entire maneuver like getting up and it looks at the lieutenant and what is the range band on its uh, stuff? Oh, it's just engaged. Okay, and it's going to spend its uh, next attack. There's its uh, second maneuver to just like get up in his grill. It can't really do anything on this particular turn. Next turn it's going to be a different story. I mean, it could take two strain to do that and then get its action. True. It does have strain. It does have strain. I'm going to. It does thank have you. strain. I've... So it's going to take two strain and just basically do an attack. Damn, angry. <laughs> OK, uh, let's see here. What's the total damage here? Uh, the, the lieutenant soak is four. So piercing two brings it down to two. So a total of ten minus two, which is eight. Uh, Lieutenant, also looking really fucked up. Lieutenant, looking like it probably won't survive the uh, the next attack this thing does. So uh, next up is a PC. Who wants to go?
2: I, w- I would like to redeem myself.
3: Okay. Fucking do it to him. Redemption arc.
2: No blue dice this time, but I am rolling yellows here, so this should work out in my...
0: <laughs> what the hell? Holy shit! No, it doesn't! It doesn't work! What were you doing? Oh, you are hacking.
2: <sighs> so, I'm, I'm gonna say it's canon Ken that Kenzak is a great hacker, but goes completely to uh, pieces during combat encounters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My most sincere condolences too busy hiding behind a tree to actually aim his incendiaries like this is this thing is supposed to be homing you shouldn't have to be able to make eye contact with my target
1: <laughs> <laughs> you still got a maneuver and there are ones that
0: like let you get a boost to whatever you do next turn mm-hmm. you could aim you could spend two maneuvers to aim even better
2: yeah Honestly, all things considering, I would prefer to guard using my maneuver. Okay, which means that it adds not, a black two not... melee attacks, right? However, they also gain melee defense one until the end of their next turn. Okay.
0: Okay. Next up is another M- is the NPC, and the last NPC to go is the jungle beast's last attack which it is going to do to ruin this guy's day. Yep, uh, I don't even need to calculate damage. Uh, The beast swipes its tail at the lieutenant. You hear a sickening crunch as his back breaks and you see him like bend over way far further than any living humanoid being should be able to bend. And he falls over and he just stops moving because he's dead well actually he might not be dead it's just he just takes a critical attack he just takes a uh, critical roll and immediately and then falls unconscious essentially so let me go ahead and roll his critical discouraging wound flip one white destiny to dark okay I think that's I I, I think that's a uh, that's a Star Wars terminology thing, but I think it essentially just means that um, I have to give one of my story points to you guys. Okay, and uh, so with that thing dead, it's going to look around and uh, see that there's some annoying guys that are still shooting him, so that's probably, he's going
3: to move up to the uh, to the minion group. Ahili. Ahili. You know what? It is quickly becoming uh, apparent to me that mm-hmm. uh, this jungle monster mm-hmm. is uh... dangerous. Yes. Well. <laughs> yes, it's very dangerous. But uh, a thought occurs to me. W- why don't we just like leave? <laughs> Ignore it. Why don't we just, like, go inside? What's what's stopping us? Nothing's stopping you.
2: The fact that it's between us and the door. Is it? Oh there is that. Yeah,
3: it is. Okay.
2: Okay, we, so we do know where the
3: door is, though.
2: Yeah, you do know where the door is. And Captain kind of highlighted it by running through it. Gotcha.
3: No, but I kind of still think that the smartest move might just be to try and book it across the battlefield and make it through the door. If you spend both your maneuvers, you can get into the door. Like, worst case scenario, the mooks see us go in and we have to deal with the three mooks and the captain. But if we get inside, we won't have to deal with the huge jungle beast, I don't think. Mooks are also kind of Busy with a huge jungle beast. Yeah. If I were to take two turns, Colin, could I make a run and then try to drag the lieutenant in through the door with me? So you basically want to
0: end the piece, you want to end the initiative order with your turn and begin the next initiative order with your turn?
3: If at all possible.
0: I mean, that, that's
3: how it works. So, if you want to, yeah, I'll allow that. This this feel—this uh, feels like it's gotten out of hand, and we're kind of fumbling really hard here. I'll, except Kunk, Kunk is do, doing the best.
0: <laughs> Kunk's got it that covered. <laughs>
3: yeah, and I figure the lieutenant or the captain is gonna be a good source of information, so I'm going to, I'm basically going to look at Ken Zack and go, Kenzak, I think this has gotten really out of hand, really fast. I think our best bet is either to run away, or run inside, and uh, well, personally I'm not ready to abandon this just yet, so I'm going to fuck, this is a bad idea. I'm going to grab the, the lieutenant and drag him inside with me. And I uh, if I can stop him from dying, maybe we can pump him for, inv- for information, but I don't think we can take this thing. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do.
0: Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's going to basically take your entire turn. To use one turn to run over and grab the lieutenant, and then between his added weight and the distance to the door, that's the, entire of, the entirety of your second turn, which I guess you take immediately.
3: Uh, if nobody has any objections
2: well it's not like I'm using my turns so go ahead
3: okay so
0: uh, when you get inside you see Kunk there grinning like a mad vorcha uh, and no more EMP grenades um, you can quickly like sort of, if you like crane your neck a little weird you can look up and you can see the uh, the captain is uh, in a room with a Def- like a one of those defense turrets, and um, looking real fucked up. Is this an
3: inside uh, defense
0: turret? The defense turret is is currently facing a wall, or but it look it looks more like it's a door that uh, opens opens up, so that way this thing is concealed and uh, and used as surprise as a surprise. Uh, she is going to go next, and she is going to spend her turn doing two maneuvers she can't do a third maneuver because trying to do a third maneuver would kill her
3: um uh, if if you reach max strain you actually just pass out i'm pretty sure
0: uh but she has no strain is a rival and rivals oh. don't have uh strain
3: okay so they just take damage instead of taking strain is what you're saying
0: correct yes when you run out of strain you start taking it into wounds.
2: Yeah, and running out of or hitting your wound threshold just means you pass out, not necessarily die. As an NPC, that's up to you. She she doesn't want to do
0: that, so um, her first maneuver is to concentrate and basically keep the tech power going. Her second maneuver is she goes on her um she goes back on her Omni tool, taps it, and the door leading to the turret room closes, locks, and then a blast door. Uh, closes around it and seals shut. So, she's in there good. Okay. The beast is going to go next, and it's going to take a swipe at the minions. Uh, Two successes, which brings it up to eight. Basically, makes a leap up and crashes into one and slides into another. Uh, So, let me deal the damage here. How How many does that kill? So, Kills one and like the other one just like gets knocked like knocked into the wall real bad, and it's like bleeding from the head. Uh, but the minions are going to go now, so their group size is now two. So they are going to try and keep firing at this thing. That's what they were told to do. Ooh, okay. So that is a total of nine damage, which means the. Moon threshold for this thing goes up to three. Uh, what do they do with two? They're going to give two boosts to their next ally's turn, which is the captain. So the captain's going to get a nice double blue going on there. Next up is a PC. Who wants to go?
2: Could I spend my maneuver to climb up the tree I am cowering behind?
0: I will say it's going to require some kind of roll, but it's going to be pretty easy. Um, you're big, you can wrap your arms around it pretty easy, and it's like not, like, there's not a lot of branches to grab or anything.
2: You also got claws, technically. Yeah, you
0: also got claws. Uh...
2: I would assume athletics, because that's brawn.
0: Yes, yes. So it's going to be a one purple, uh, athletics. Okay. You don't succeed, but you get two advantages. Um... What do you want to spend them on? Like, I will buy that you don't get up as high as you want, but like you can at least get in there to have like a minor elevated position.
2: Well, I would like to spend it on an immediate free maneuver and continue climbing.
0: Okay, again, one purple. There you go. I just sort of
2: scrabble around panicking moving faster until finally my qualifying purchase and I can start really climbing up this thing.
0: There you go, yeah.
2: So how high can I get in one turn?
0: We'll say you can get high enough that it gives you some sort of, like, advantage but not so high that you're at the top of the trees.
2: Well, if we're in a jungle, that's going to be quite a ways to get there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mostly like, I'm thinking about like claw range of the jungle monster. Like in, ter- in those terms, how high oh, up am I? Um,
0: you would be out of range of the, uh, claw range of the jungle monster, but it also looks like it's really good at climbing trees.
2: Well, claws in the trees are not claws in my chest. So true. We'll see how that goes because I'm going to try and piss it off right now.
0: <laughs> are you going to use incinerate on it? Yes. Okay. Uh, go for it. <laughs> you Kenzak really does not act well under pressure. This is so wild. Okay, I'm trying to remember who's gone. Uh oh, it's just it's the
2: um just the beasts again. Or you mean yours.
0: Yeah. So the only things that have done damage to it this entire time are the mooks and it's starting to get pissed off about the mooks so it's gonna like swipe its tail at them and try and kill them three successes and a threat Uh, so it deals nine damage which I think that's enough to okay well good news is there are no longer any mooks Uh, the, the mooks are all dead uh, it swings its tail one flies into the other and they both like fall off the uh, the edge of the cliff and like fall to their deaths the bad news is there's no more mooks so uh, you know it's looking around and trying to figure out like what to do next
1: take a nap your, your tummy's full
0: <laughs> at this point uh,
1: Kunk you're up alright Colin I have a question here yeah. The captain mm-hmm. is behind a door. Big heavy blast yes. door, right? Yes, yes. How does that affect if I attacked with a pierce
0: quality? It would damage the door more, but it would not go through so thick so far as to damage the uh the captain. But could it like blow a hole in the door it would have to take a lot of damage but yes in theory you could eventually blast a hole in the door
2: I could also hack it open if I if and when I managed to get in there yeah
1: unfortunately I I don't have that ability and I can't read your mind Mm -hmm. so here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna use my free maneuver to walk up to the door Mm mm-hmm And I'm not going to use Concentration. I'm going to let it drop this time. So I've got... My maneuver still open. My hands are empty because I've used up all my grenades.
2: And just for the record, Concentrate means that the effect will be active on the next turn. So there's no uh, no worries about what order you take your actions in. Yeah.
1: Okay, so what I want to do is... I would like to use a... Biotic attack. Okay. And... I would like to... Add to it... The warp quality. Okay. Now, I am technically... Trying to target the captain. And she's... Within short range of me. So, it's... Legal. It's an I easy. And then warp adds two P.
2: So it's three P. I think you need line of sight. Yeah, if we're going by how it works in the games, Biotic powers only yeah. really work through line of sight.
1: Well, even if it doesn't work, I'll be targeting the door. Yeah. Or rather, even if I can't target her, I'll be targeting the door.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So Biotics do work on objects because it's all telekinesis
0: yeah so yeah you can tar- I'll say that you can target the door but you can't target her because you don't have line of sight okay but I know where she is in the room so
1: I can kind of point my body where I know she'll be at the very least yes 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 uh, we're sitting on three story points so I'll use one
0: okay um, the the blast doors have a defense of two but that doesn't matter because you're using biotics okay So, let's fuck it up. Two successes and a triumph. Okay, so how much damage does that do? So that does damage equal to the character's
1: willpower plus one per uncanceled success. Okay. However, with my biotic amp, it it deals three more.
0: Okay. So that's eight damage eight damage um the do biotics ignore soak as well i don't know i don't know I don't think so casting biotics <laughs> to no i don't think i don't think they do i think soak just works on basically everything um so the doors have a soak of 5 because they are blast doors they are meant to be big and heavy now here's the thing colin because of the warp
1: quality that I put on the attack, mm-hmm. it has pierce one. so Okay, so it's su- su- down to four. Okay, And it also gains the sunder quality. So ideal like, damage damage
2: to the mm-hmm. blast door. Sunder goes through that object status thing that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um. Yeah,
1: so... Basically, every every object has four Sunder hit points, and I just hit one of them.
0: Okay, yeah. So, um, tell you what—if you want to use your Triumph to you to uh, hit the second Sunder uh, hit point, then I'll allow that. Uh, the Triumph
1: is being spent in order to activate uh, Sunder. Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah, Sunder, Sunder's neat because it's like one of the few things that you can activate multiple times on a single attack. You just have to spend one advantage every time. So you could, in fact, just annihilate a piece of equipment if you get like four advantages. All
0: right, uh, the door bends and like creaks a little bit under your biotic power, like a big Bluish purple orb of energy just appears and just like distorts time, like space around it, and the door crunches a little bit. Uh, but there's no way you're you're not getting in this turn at all. That's fine. Okay, PCs are up again. So I could I've... just do it again. Uh, Unless uh, I...
2: Bobbin's got something. Yeah, I've I've got an idea on what to do with the beast. Now that it's just the two of us out here. Right, so here's my idea. I would like to spend my maneuver in order to climb out on a thick branch that happens to lead generally towards the courtyard. Okay. And since this is a spending maneuver, that, that would take, take me to short range, but also like vertically above the jungle monster. Yes. Which means I will only have to fight against two purple dice to throw a, a uh, incinerate down on it. Mm hmm. There Look! we go. Finally. Look!
0: Oh my god, there's damage! Okay, so uh, how Eight much success, damage do you do?
1: Three advantages. And a triumph.
2: Well, first of all, I will say that. Um, this result i can spend two of the advantages to activate blast not sure if it how much good it does when there's only it down there but by god I'm going to do it
0: okay um when you use blast like the 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 portion there's like a portion of uh wall that you see that has like a line going through it and you suspect that maybe this is a piece of the wall that opens up it blasts inward and you see the the, ca- the turian captain and she is like on this turret and she is based she's basically like sitting in there ready to go and behind her is a door that has been sealed shut through a blast door um but uh how much damage does that do to the uh to
2: the thing it does uh, equal to my intelligence, which is three, plus one damage per uncancelled success. Four. Does your amp have
0: add any damage to that? Because sometimes amps add damage to stuff.
2: Oh yeah, actually, it's got uh, tech damage plus three.
0: Tech damage plus three, so that's seven, which is good. You deal a damage to it.
2: All right, and I also make deal a critical injury by spending the triumph. Ah, okay, so let me, uh... To specify, this one does not have any bonuses. It does not have... does not technically have a critical rating. Okay. All right, let me roll the critical.
0: 53, fearsome wound. Increased difficulty of all presence and willpower checks by one difficulty dice until the end of the encounter. You see it, like, dude. The glass goes and you see one the wall like turn in and two there's this nasty wound that this thing has now and it just roars in pain um, and, and like you can definitely tell that's raw and that's going to take a while to hear all right next up uh, NPC rounds so the captain taking advantage of the fact that she doesn't have to t- do a maneuver to open up the door. Now is kind of thankful that this miracle kind of happened. And she
2: uh, just one more turns. Thing. Hmm. I-, I do have one advantage left to spare. So I will add that as a blue die to the next person. Okay.
0: So she is going to turn the turret towards the beast and, uh, Spend a story point to upgrade her attack. And uh, and she has two blue added to this. She needs all, basically all the advantage that she can get, because her uh, gunnery skill is actually not that good. And she is, this is gunnery. So two blue, one black. And it's medium range, so two purple. and she's rolling gunnery and I hope she hits (laughs) okay Um, she gets three successes Uh, normally this turret would be dealing 15 damage Uh. but because it was because you damaged it with that uh, EMP grenade uh, it is down to I'm going to say it's down to 10 I don't know the numbers off the top of my head but it's reduced down to 10. I don't think you have to do the damage reduction if you don't want to.
1: That's what that black die is for. That's where that setback die came No, up. no, soak. Is be- soak. No, I... You said because you dealt damage to it, it's dealing less harm. And I don't think that's necessary oh. if you don't want to.
0: Oh, okay. So it's... So, yes. Okay, so 15. Um... It has pierced three, so this thing's only reducing Gross. its uh, damage by three, so that's 12 damage. Gross. So, Kenzak, you see this turret just uh, swing over, open fire on the um, open fire on the jungle beast, and it just fucks it up. There's, like, wounds the size of your fist going into this thing, going into this beast's hide, and it's just screaming in pain and agony and uh, for its turn it's decided you know what I've had enough I'm getting hurt I've had my meal I'm going home and it uses both of its turns to run the fuck away
2: (laughs) I have an idea
3: yeah
2: I can only do it next round but I just want to warn you I have an idea okay Hmm.
3: who wants to go next I don't mind going last Okay. I'll
1: keep trying to chop down this door. Okay.
3: Same.
0: uh, Same verse. Same as the first.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Since you gave us a story point back, I'll just shuffle that right back into your hands. Come on. Okay. So, gosh. That was kind of an awful roll. Still works, though. So that's uh, seven damage... Uh, one, one of them being Pierce and one sunder to the door.
0: Okay. Um. Again, the the door bends and creaks and groans and it's definitely like coming off its hinges. You can see that. Um. Or you know what it approximates for hinges in, on blast doors. Uh. You can see that it's working, but it's still slow going. Uh. The the door is holding fast uh so next up is a I get a blade. maneuver. though oh you do get a maneuver yes I'm sorry go for it
1: just thinking about you know what just in case she like turns around and tries to fire a gun through if okay question Colin is the door hmm. built is the door bent
0: badly enough that there's like a gap I will say yes with, okay. with, two out of four, with two out of four, I will say yes.
1: Okay. I am going to take cover then.
0: Okay. So then, uh, Ahili, what do you want to do? Well,
3: first of all, I'd like to know, is the lieutenant basically looks like he's going to die without any medical intervention, right?
0: No, no, no. Um, well, eventually in the long term, yes, but I think with the uh where's the so the character can't
1: become unincapacitated incapacitated until they are healed below their wound
0: threshold that's uh, that's number one I don't think they're going to die okay I um no they they don't look like they're going to die this thing just apparently just knocked him out real hard
3: okay do I get the impression that he's going to get back up at any anytime soon no Okay. yeah mechanically he he
1: can't unless you heal him
3: Uh, I was just making sure Colin wasn't going to pull a fast one on me no 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 my good friend Colin would never do that okay um so the monster's been scared off the
2: uh the captain is behind behind a heavy weapon yeah
3: the captain is behind a heavy weapon you know what I'm going to do? What you going to do? First of all, does this guy have any stuff on him? Like maybe a grenade or something? Uh no, all he has is his Omni tool
0: and a um he has a shotgun, but he does not have any uh grenades or explosives. No. He's uh he mostly relies on his shotgun and his uh
3: tech powers. Mhm. I'm going to take his Omni tool. I have no clue how to fucking use it, but I'm going to take it. Okay. Just because I figure I'm going to need it. And okay. I'm going to run further into the base. Okay. To see if there are any, like, well, y- A, hopefully I don't run into any more people, but I'm going to see if there's, like, a, a main security station or anything like that. Um. Go ahead and. Roll me...
0: I think it's uh, Perception. Yeah, go ahead and roll me Perception. Uh, I can do
3: that. As soon as I find it. There it is. Difficulty 2. 2 is average, so 2P. Yep. Mmm, I don't find shit.
0: Mmm! You not only do you not find shit, uh, you uh, also get a threat. Do you just want to take a strain? Like, I can't, you think, can't of think of anything. I will take a strain. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take a strain. Like, you start becoming frustrated about how you can't find <laughs> anything in this fucking base. So confusingly laid out. Why are there
3: boxes all over the floor? What's with all of these waist-high boxes everywhere? <laughs> Nothing's fucking labeled. There's no. There's no signs above the door to tell you where anything fucking is.
2: You're supposed to download the map on your Omni tool. Of course
3: okay well I, I guess that's my turn then.
2: okay uh, top of the round who wants to go? I'm gonna do my idea
3: okay I, I'm I love I love it I can't wait.
2: So I am on a branch that is roughly above the uh, courtyard and the captain just popped out of a um, basically a, a lift they came out of the ground and started firing on the giant monster which just now retreated i would like to say well there you are and leap off omni blade first onto the captain <laughs> okay
0: oh my God. Uh, that is a difficulty 2 one of those difficulties upgraded is upgraded upgrade cuz she has the adversary and she also has one defense so you're going to be rolling one red one purple and one black
2: alright and I would also like to upgrade this roll which because I am basically full up on brawl at the moment means I get one extra green die
0: okay um, don't even bother clicking the thing because I'm also going to spend the uh, a story point to upgrade it uh, so it is now two red and one black Wayne, listen
2: I gotta use them Yeah, but not always immediately. (laughs) All right. uh, No way I'm getting any blue from that roll. So I guess this is it.
3: I'm crossing my fingers super hard for you. Oh, okay. So
0: this is an interesting one. Uh, Listeners, we have a failure. We have three advantages. We have a triumph and we have our first despair of the campaign. Despair is basically the opposite of triumph. It is a critical failure, but critical failures don't miss, don't negate critical successes. So something really good happens and then something really bad happens. So let's resolve these in an order. Let's figure out that order. Um, what do you want to spend your triumph on? First of all.
2: I would like to do something vital which means that I would like to have landed on the button that sends the platform back down and switches which doors are open. Okay.
0: Um, I'm going to spend my despair as you were jumping. You realize, Oh shit. I'm jumping fairly wrong and, uh, and, and, when you land, you kind of roll hard, and so um, you da- it damages your Omni-Tool. Like, you, you land wrong and just land right on the arm that your omni is on.
2: Well, it wouldn't be the arm, it would be like, uh, sort of like a pocket on the chest. Okay. Because that's where the actual hardware is.
0: Ah, uh, okay. But e- either way, the, um, the Omni-Tool yeah, that, is damaged.
2: The jump like that, that is certainly in play. Okay.
0: So how are you yeah. spending your two or excuse me, your three advantages?
2: Well, I would like to spend two of them to activate knockdown and knock her off the controls.
0: There
1: it
2: is. Okay. And that's why I use the Omni Tool instead of my bare fists. <laughs> and that leaves me one to spare. Let's just hand that as a blue die to the next person. Okay.
0: Uh so it is her turn um as the platform is lowering she is going to look up and see and just be like you know what fuck this and uh it's gonna try and jump out of there uh so that's going to be she has to
1: spend her maneuver standing up because she is knocked down
0: Right, yes. Okay, so she spends her first maneuver to stand up. She spends her second maneuver to try and jump her way out of here. So she does not have athletics, so she just rolls straight brawn. Uh, so I'm going to spend another story point to uh, to upgrade that for her.
2: Well, turnabout's turn fair play. Let's do yeah, let's do the same.
0: Yeah, I, I know. I was good. yeah, go for it. However, whatever difficulty dice you were about to give her, make one of them red. <laughs> yep, I was going to say like it hasn't gone down too far yet, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be two purple. So one purple and one red. Um, and her brawl is two, so it's one green and one yellow. Well, this is interesting. She jumps up, and she manages to grab the very edge of the platform. Uh, that's how I am spending the threat. I'm spending the despair by saying, when she cr- climbs up, uh, she basically rolls over to like sort of like get a rest, and she doesn't realize how little ledge room she has, so she just sort of. Falls off. She's going to have to roll another, uh, another. No, no, it's not. It wouldn't be athletics this time. It would be. Um, what would it be? It, there's coordination, which is agility based. Um, sh- she does not have that, so she would have to just roll straight three. Uh, I'm going to make it another difficulty two. Would anybody like to spend a story point to upgrade that difficulty for her? I'm willing to let it ride. Okay. All right, so... Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not. not. Oh! Okay, well, hold on. Let me Let me just re-roll the, um... I'm going to say that the second... Well, the first purple with with the uh, blanks on it will be the one that I'm re-rolling. So let me see if, uh... Okay, so the two Despairs can- cancel out the two advantages. Um... So as she rolls off, she realizes, like, oh, shit. And she just like, she's h- holding on to like the edge of the roof by like a single hand. She barely manages to uh, to save herself. Healy or Kunk, who wants to go? May I? Yeah, go for it. Am I privy to all of
1: these comedic acrobatics that just occurred?
0: Um, if you could see out through one of the, uh, one of the gaps, uh, yeah.
2: You did specify that the gap was big enough to be worth taking cover behind it. So, and beyond that, you definitely heard everything. All right.
1: I'm going to take two strain to give myself two movement and double move, basically so I could be like standing directly underneath her.
0: Okay.
2: Is the gap big enough to worm your way through, though?
0: No, no. They're going outside and just... Oh, you're going the outside. long way around. Yeah, they're going the long way around.
2: Okay. Hmm. <laughs>
1: now, now, see, here's... I, I, Okay, I need to be sure of something, because this might be really bad for me if I do this wrong. I just need to be sure greater than their strain
0: threshold. Okay. They don't have a strain threshold.
1: (laughs) No, I'm talking about me, because my strain threshold is 11, and my current strain is 9. Oh, okay. So, I can do one biotic maneuver. Which is? She's in short range of me, right? Yes. Okay. I will... Stand on the precipice of passing out from strain, <laughs> and I will attack her regularly.
0: I'm not gonna put warp on this. Oh, she didn't get a chance to. She didn't get a chance to uh, concentrate on a couple turns, so that tech thing that she had is gone. Wow, rip. just remembering. Yeah, how so unfortunate rip. for her. Yeah. She has an adversary, right? Yes, she does.
1: One? One, yes. So one black, and then Kenzak passed off a boost, right?
2: Correct. Yes, I had one to spare from my death from above.
1: Okay. <laughs> so I'm rolling three yellow, a blue, a purple, and a black. Big money, no whammies okay
0: hey there are no whammies damn so, uh, you're welcome how much damage is- oh well it, i don't you. think it matters i don't think it matters uh, I that's think that- seven harm yeah nope she had one wound left <laughs> which is why she was trying to run away <laughs> I get directly below her. She might
1: fucking look down at me. I my eyes dilate. My mouth opens my huge maw. I spread my arms, my hands glow blue, and then I just do this like incredibly stupid Kamehameha wave straight up <laughs>
0: at her. Alright, so first of all I need to roll a critical injury for her. Uh discouraging wound, so you guys get a free story point. Let me just
3: Oh no, now she's joined the light side.
1: <laughs> uh, also, I'm and then, spending my one advantage to knock my
0: strain down by one. And then, um. She passes out. She. No, that's. Yeah, she passes out. Uh, and she falls and hits the ground, and that's another critical, name, and That's another critical hit. <laughs> so I'm gonna just roll critical again. Oh! Oh, shit! Okay, um give me That's a second.
1: 106. Horrific entry. Roll 1d10 to determine one wounded characteristic.
2: <laughs> Until this injury is healed, and it's gonna take some doing, her willpower yep. is effectively one point lower.
0: Yep. Um. So, she first got a uh, discouraging wound, so, like, her back has got real fucked up. Like, you can see, like, a bit of her spine, which is not that impressive yep, for, uh, for Turians, because I think Turians aren't particularly that thick-skinned. But also, once she falls over, uh, she basically lands real hard on her head and just, like, starts bleeding out one of her ears. One of her ear holes, I guess. I think Turian blood is blue. So you see, like, this nice blue puddle starting to, uh, to form where uh where her head was and her head still is uh and her willpower is one lower
3: turian blood is dark blue yes yeah uh
0: she only had one willpower to begin with so her willpower is zero
3: get shit on that's very unfortunate for her when i bring her for information (laughs)
2: Alright,
0: uh, so, combat is over. So, you've got an unconscious, uh... you got an unconscious Batarian here, and you've also got an unconscious female Turian. You also have run of the, uh, run of the base of operations, and... Like I said earlier, it was real easy to see that they have, um, slaves in, like, holding pens that were probably designed to, like, study, um the flora of this... Uh, no, the fauna, excuse me. The fauna of this uh, planet when it was a Solarian research outpost. So... Um, I mean, probably so, both.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The things what live here?
0: Mm-hmm. You can see that they've got a couple Solarians,
2: they've got a Turian... Um, what is their current... state? Like, were they able to witness everything that just happened?
0: Uh, yeah, they were. Uh, and when the combat ended, they kind of, like, cheered a little bit. Like, like a little apprehensively, like, yeah, the, hopefully these people aren't just here to steal us and just do worse shit. Hooray!
3: I hope these aren't just more slavers. Hooray!
0: <laughs> Woo! Please don't sell us into servitude.
1: Well... I'm the dummy, and the violence has stopped, so uh, I, I am yours to command, other players.
3: I think I'm probably still running around looking for the fucking security room. I'll put, you know what, now that it's not in combat, you can find it. Oh, I won't make you roll. I <laughs> just look at the, I don't know, I assume they have cameras? Yeah. Oh, I just look at the cameras and go, oh, oh I, I I guess that's solved then. <laughs> um Are there speakers that I can use?
0: Yeah, sure I won't even make you spend a story point for that Yes, that's a perfectly reasonable thing to have In a, like an Outpost run by Solarians who might need to Announce to, uh, ev- everybody some Certain things
3: uh, I just come on to the
0: speakers and say Is everybody alright? The Solarians Go, we're a little hungry Uh, we, we would like to go away from this horrible place? But other than that, yes?
3: Oh. Yeah, I just fucking... Is, it, is there just, like, a cage release button or something?
0: There's not a cage release button. Just, like, universal one. But, uh, but, I mean, you can... I'll say that if you just want to, like, spend some time working at it, you can... It's. It wouldn't be that hard to figure out, like, how to open them up one by one.
2: All right, so... As you're doing that, I've got a couple things I wanted to get done.
3: Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just fiddling with this machine. And occasionally I come onto the microphone and I go, Ken Zach, what
2: does this green button do? All right, so before that happens, uh, basically I've sort of climbed back up onto my feet, dusted myself off from the, from the giant foal, felt around at my Omni Tool hardware, noticed the crack wince. See that the door has mostly been destroyed, so I just sort of finish the job, pry it open.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll let you do it. It's, I'll let you just have it.
2: And then I I look around and like, are there holding cells on this floor?
0: Yeah, the holding cells were on the second floor, which is uh, the the floor that this one thing rose up from.
2: All right. Well, I'm just gonna turn to the nearest one and say, hey, so, Relight. Captured for slavery. Uh, the Turing goes, Uh,
0: I'm pretty sure that's what it was for, yeah.
2: Right. Where did it happen?
0: They all say that they're... They all basically come from, like, smaller, uh, communities in their respective species, uh... Like, Colonies. Like, small colony planets that they have, um, maybe a moon or two, uh, and... Basically, they had, uh, gone off to, like, do something to help with the, uh, with the colony there, and then, basically, eight people jumped them and took them to the ship and dragged them off to here.
2: All right. Could I roll astrocartography to, uh, just sort of narrow down a, uh, area of operations for the pirates? Slavers?
0: Sure. Uh, it's going to be a difficulty... F- probably four, honestly.
2: All right. I mean, that that's just from... Yeah, that's from a, a lot of figuring. Huh.
0: Huh. You still succeed, but you get two threats. Mm-hmm. So... I'll say that with the threat, you can't narrow it... With the threats, you can't narrow it down as much as you would like to, but... They basically would be operating, uh... Around... One end of the uh... Of the operation that you can find is in the Exodus Cluster, which is in the Attican Traverse, and then, like, the other far end is in, um... The Maroon Sea, which is, uh also in the Terminus systems near the Skillian Verge. Uh, So it's just basically a big circle around that area that doesn't go anywhere near the core of the galaxy because that's suicide. You don't go there.
2: All right, but like what sort of size or like how many relay systems or yeah, how many relay regions would that include?
0: So I'm going to give you a number. And you have to keep in mind this number may or may not be true by a difference of two because of your uh because of the threats that you got. Six.
2: Okay. So a decent sized operation, but not one that is uh worryingly large. Correct. Alright. Uh we'll file that away from later, and then I hear a Healy whining about uh colored buttons, I Sigh and go perform some (laughs) IT.
0: Okay, eventually all the slaves are uh, released. Let's call them
3: captives.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. All the captives are released and they are uh, very grateful for you. Um, One of them, like, they all say that, like, you know, we don't have a lot of money, but we're willing to give you what we can. as, as a form of thanks. Um, a couple of them say, like, they can't even, like, give you money, but they can, um... But they have, like, access to some uh, medical supplies that, uh, like, that they know is, like, in the base, so they tell you where that is. So if you need any... So you all get an additional uh, three metagel, and, um... One per... Yeah, one per. Um, and I'll say, like, six or 700 credits.
3: I mean, I'm straight up not going to take money from these people. But yes. I I will. Okay. I, I was hired for this job. Look, you can have my share.
0: 700 split two ways. It's 350. It divides nicely.
3: Yeah, I, I will not take money from these people. You can take it if you want. But I... Ahili would absolutely not take money from these people.
0: Ah, Ahili just gained some paragon points. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and there, there is one other thing I ask from them before they leave, which yeah. is um, recorded audio de- depositions. Oh. Right, just, you know, say your name, um, look into the Omni tool, and then just tell me again what you said earlier. Yep, uh
0: they will all go through what they said. Um and uh one of them looks out and sees that there's uh the, the slavers' uh ship is out there and uh they look back and they go, "Hey, uh anyone a pilot?" And the Turian kind of like raises his hand and says, "Yeah, I was trained on a, I was trained in my time in the military I can probably get us out of here real easy and so they all thank you pay you give you the location of the metagel that the pirates had and unless anybody else has any questions they just head on out to
3: go back home um I do take a break from fiddling with all actually I guess once we get it open it doesn't matter anymore um I Plus, do if have... anything I'd be taking over yeah you would you would yeah, that's how they make sense. I, you know, I take an opportunity to, like, ask if they've seen anybody else coming in and out of the facility. Anyone that seemed important. Like, have how many people do, have they seen come and go? Or are they the only ones that have been here? That kind of information. The
0: Turian says, well, I've been here the longest, and uh, there was one person who came in dressed all in all black, masked up. I couldn't tell who, what they, who or what they were, but, uh,
3: you know, it's, it, it was interesting. They came in, inspected those of us that were here at the time, and took a couple of them and left. They didn't happen to walk with a cane, did they?
0: No, no, they didn't walk
3: with a cane at all. Okay just thinking about an odd coincidence
1: okay I don't have the brains to ask this but like obviously they while they can't identify the exact species they would be able to tell us like you know it's roughly this build so we can eliminate Elcors, eliminate Volus, eliminate the jellyfish guys whose name I can't remember shit like
3: that Hanar
0: Humanoid in shape so
3: um you've So basically, it could be a Turian or uh, a Quarian, or a Drow, or a Vatarian. I figure the
1: like huge
3: face masks that the like the big
1: old helmets that Quarians have to wear is would be something that would preclude a face mask like this person just mentioned.
0: You can also eliminate Quarian because um, they said that their face mask didn't have like the little blinky light where the mouth is to indicate when they're talking. So, uh, so it's not a Quarian.
2: Hmm. I mean, plus Quarian suits have a very distinctive look to them. Yeah, and I right. can't exactly wear or change outfits that easily.
0: Yeah,
1: right. they could wear shit over it I guess I mean my only experience is like the fucking cat suit that Tally wears and you could wear a big old Becky pair of pants and jacket over that but the, the helmet's kind of unmistakable ugh but you'd be so sweaty <laughs> <laughs> hmm
3: okay that just raises more questions than it answers but hey at least we got some people safe. That's good. Colin.
1: Hmm. I'm gonna be real fucking mad at you if this mysterious individual is a human. And that's gonna no, be the no, twist. No. No. No.
0: No. 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 God, no. <laughs> I've I put a hard rule on myself. No fucking humans. This is like 20 years before they even find out that like. Pluto's moon is a mass relay and just got, like that has just had ice grown over it.
1: Right, but I'm I'm just saying that that would be just a bullshit twist and I'd be mad at nope. you. So I, I'm, nope. I'm glad it's, to know you're not, not a... going to do that.
2: Yeah, first contact is well documented, both in universe and out.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I guess there is one thing I will do as all of the captives are flying away, and that's. I'm going to take some captives of my own, because the leadership around here isn't actually dead; they're just in a bad way. So no gonna... one's real fucked up though. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, could be worse. I could have remembered that I'm supposed to add plus twenty oh, yeah, to all yeah. critical injuries.
0: It would have been—it would have been a permanent reduction of her stats to a minimum of one, which wouldn't have mattered with uh, her stat already being at one.
1: Yeah. So. Either way I am going to tie the both of them up And just kind of put them up against a wall uh, Away from each other
2: Where do you find the rope?
1: <laughs> I used my own intestines It's fine Anyways I'm just like This is a <laughs> jungle Slotting on a nearby
0: crate Staring at them Okay I'm going to say that the less fucked up one Comes to consciousness first Well No has to be
1: healed like mechanically oh, they okay. stay out okay. until medical attention is given to them until they get below their wounds threshold. Uh I have disarmed them. I have taken away the Turians omni tool.
3: I already did that. Okay. No, the
0: Turians omni tool.
3: Oh, the Turians omni tool. Never mind, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Th- okay. Both um both the captain and the lieutenant
0: were uh were tech inclined.
3: Alright, well, neither of them have their goodies anymore.
1: Okay. I'm just squatting on a nearby crate, staring at them. Out of character, I know they're not going to get up until a healy gets over here. In character, I will tear their fucking throats out with my (laughs) teeth. See if I don't, if you move wrong.
3: Yeah, um, I guess I should get to me doing things then. Like, uh, I'm going to basically try, and, if they're both restrained, I'm basically going to try and get them both awake. I'm not necessarily going to heal them to full or whatever the fuck.
0: Right, the, the, you're not going to, um. I'm going like to stabilize produce.
3: them is what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me, i Keep forgetting what the base difficulty of this is.
3: So give me a second. It'll be less because it's three, by the way. um Okay. It'll be one less because I have my medical, my deluxe doctor's kit. Okay, so uh, that brings difficulty down to two. And I get a bonus dice from also from my deluxe doctor's kit.
0: Okay, a, so- a blue dice. Who are you healing first? Are you healing
3: uh
0: healing the
3: the captain or the, the lieutenant? I am healing the captain because okay. I feel like she'll know more, and also she's hurt more, by my estimation. So like you know, I, I feel like it is more in my interest to get her up and stabilized before okay, so, uh, uh yeah 2p okay, so one so go B. ahead
0: and roll roll it at difficulty 2 well success and a uh advantage. And an advantage I already know how I want to spend that advantage so I will um I mean so I will
3: don't I get to spend the advantage well
0: well I I yes, have you do you, you do but also like I have a cool way of like spending it that will be narratively satisfying if I th- I would think.
2: Okay. Also, the rules are a little fast and loose when you're out of combat.
0: Yeah. So, you rub some met- meta gel on her wounds, and she just sort of. I do some real doctoring. <laughs> which involves metagel. gel.
2: Yeah, sometimes that is real doctoring.
0: Um. So she slowly like, gains regains consciousness and like blinks a few times and looks up at you and she goes what you're here already you were just here last week did you just help us out did you get everybody taken care of what's going on and then like she blinks a few more times and then she real. she goes oh 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 shit it's um mm.
3: okay I-, I flash her a very sweet smile and i go You're cooperating already. Fantastic. Ah, this is... Ah,
0: this sucks. This sucks.
3: Look on the bright side. You're not dead.
1: I hop off the crate just directly next to her.
0: (laughs) She sort of looks over and just like sort of scooches away a little bit. you get this thing away from me, please?
3: Oh, Kunk's not going to hurt you. If I don't ask. (laughs) Probably. Snap my teeth at her a couple times. (laughs) Look. (sighs) Why don't you just tell me everything you know? And I'll see what I can do. I'm not the authorities, so there's no limit to what I could get away with doing. I could let you go if I feel like it. Depends how helpful you feel like being.
0: Uh, that sounds like a negotiation, or is it coercion? Wh- which, which are you? Which you are you aiming for more? Coercion or negotiation?
3: I mean, honestly, I feel like I'm trying to be charming, actually, but, um, no, that's probably not correct.
2: Yeah, you can be acting charming, but you're still not appealing to their better nature in this instance.
1: Yeah, so coercion is like fear,
3: threats of violence, uh, intimidation. I'm not trying to intimidate. I'm basically saying, hey, if you give me what I want, I can give you what you want. That's negotiation.
0: That's negotiation. So it's negotiation versus negotiation. Um, is it. Let me check the wording on adversary because I think it's just all combat. Com- it's, it is combat checks. So, so adversary does not kick in.
2: All right. I would just like to add at this point that um, while this is happening, Kenzak is. In another room, repairing his Omni tool. Okay. It's only been damaged minorly, so that is one purple against mechanics. So it's negotiation versus negotiation. Her
0: presence. She does not have negotiation, so it's just based off of her presence. Wow, you
3: repaired the shit out of that. Her difficulty is two purple. Two p. Two p. All right. Uh, two successes. Two successes. Alright.
2: Uh, just inserting here. Got one success for victory, along with two advantage and a triumph. Normally, this repair should cost me 25% of the Omni Tools uh, base cost. But with all of that, I believe that brings me down to spending nothing.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, you can just. Um if you really want to, you can like gut the uh, the other two Omni tools that you got and uh, and repair it th- with their their parts. It doesn't look pretty, but it works.
2: That that feels familiar. Anyway, I got two successes. You did. You did get two successes. She goes.
0: All right. Okay. All I know is we were hired by a drill to get the bodies. I don't know who the Drell is working for, but I did not trust him. So one time I snuck a tracking device onto his ship and he went to some place that you are probably familiar with. It's
3: cloudy. It's rainy. It's filled with water. It's home Yeah We were were paid
0: a lot To get Samples Of Things that he needed Occasionally the Drell came in Chose a couple subjects Gave us the money for them Paid well We kept the rest
3: Sold them to other people Alright How often About how often do they show up? every couple
0: of weeks that's why i was surprised when i saw you first i thought you were just him coming over early did which you know at first i was real happy about but mm, mm, not so happy about it now
3: all right well this is not terribly surprising information but it's nice to have this confirmed Do you have any physical description of this, drow? I understand that they wear a mask.
0: They always wore a mask. The only reason I even know it was in Drell is because even through the voice synthesizer, you can hear how dried out the voice is.
2: I mean, the other indicator is that they're the only species with two fused middle fingers.
3: Oh, true. Fair point. Okay, so you track them back to the planet. Any coordinates on the planet? Or is that the best you've got? That's
0: the best I've got, unfortunately. But I can... I have a name.
3: All right. Say uh, A name is very... Very useful. All right. You held up your side of the bargain? Hmm. Well, your ship is gone, I'll tell you that much. Gone! Fucking damn it! So, I'm not just going to let you go on your way. Well, let me go see if there is space for two people on the ship, and maybe we can put you somewhere, drop you off somewhere out of the way. I'm not a monster. I'm not going to just leave you here on a jungle planet. Even if, honestly, the world would be much better off without two more slavers. The universe would be much better off without two more slavers in it. But I made a promise. Omega would be nice. Maybe this will be a new leaf for you, hmm? Maybe, maybe. At least try to sound convincing.
0: I'm pretty sure I have at least a concussion. I can't exactly sound much anything right now.
3: Oh, yes. You're going to want to get that looked at. (laughs) Yes.
1: Hey, Colin. Yeah. Can I scare her straight?
0: (laughs) You want to roll, uh, you want to roll coercion? Well, first thing I want to do.
1: Is I want to tear her lieutenant's throat out.
3: Oh
2: my god. (laughs) I'm not there. Is Healy going to stop that? I mean...
3: If you do it in my presence, I'm probably going to fucking be upset, yeah?
1: Look, I only said I'd keep you safe. I didn't say I'd keep you
3: happy. Hmm... <laughs> I mean, I physically probably can't stop you, but tearing the lieutenant's throat out will definitely give you
0: two boost dice to the att- to the uh, coercion attempt. But it's, I'm still gonna make you roll coercion either way. Uh, okay.
1: Ah, uh, I mean, I figured that's what was coming. I just I thought you were gonna make me roll to attack the the down. Oh guy. no,
0: he's he's fucking unconscious.
2: We're Dude, out of combat. Uh- <laughs> no combat rules. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just tears
1: thrown out. Sure. So just, you know, they're, they're a little ways apart. You know, I, I put them far enough away from each other that they, they couldn't, like, reach out and mess with each other's bonds without having to do some scuffling that we would definitely notice. But they are definitely, like, close enough that... When she starts getting sarcastic and unenthusiastic with Ahili about turning over a new leaf, I slam the wall above the Batarian's head to get her attention, and then I just open my mouth up and I bite down on this dude's neck and just tear it straight out. And I wild-eyed, insane Vorcha, just blood dripping from my mouth, growl at her with everything I got.
2: And your mouth is 40% teeth. (laughs) So. Your face. Face is 40% teeth. Discipline, the
0: skill that is required to, uh, to oppose coercion is based off of willpower. Mm. As I have said before, her willpower is, I think, technically zero, but I don't think it can go below one. So, because her willpower is so fucked up, I'll give you a third boost dice to do this. Difficulty one. And you
1: know what's fun? Because of Mavorcha, I get another boost. It's it's a racial trait that I
0: have, so four boosts. Oh my fucking god, okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll four boosts against a difficulty one. Please, 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 please. Holy oh, <laughs> shit. No, no, no. <laughs> That
1: is five successes and seven advantages.
0: You know what? No, I think I'm done being a slaver, actually.
2: Advantages assemble.
3: (laughs) I, Healy just like stops for a second. Like, I am not physically capable enough to have stopped you from doing that anyway. And besides, I think it was cool enough that I, out of character, don't want to actually try to stop you.
2: <laughs>
3: <sighs> but after a moment, she just sighs and goes, Kunk, I'm extremely disappointed in you right now. One space on the ship. I just walk out.
1: I was I was staring at Ahili while she was talking to me and then my head just like
0: snaps at the Turian she backs up as much as she can
2: hey so I don't know what's going on with the prisoners in the interrogation or whatever but uh, well uh, this one's going to be running slower and this one needs a new CPU and oh I chucked the one that needs a new CPU behind me well I guess you get this one then
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm. I would like to go now. Please.
3: Kenzak, would you be a deer and keep Kunk from killing our other prisoner?
2: Oh, that was you. Yeah, I figures. <laughs> so, um, hands off the goods. All right, but you only get the bone if you behave yourself now. Fine.
0: All right, so, um... Not that she's told you her name, but Aknaria did ask to be dropped off at uh, Omega. If you wish to f- fulfill her wishes, that's fine. If not, uh, sh- as she says that she doesn't care as long as it's not in Citadel space or Geth space. That- but that's probably a given.
3: Yeah, I just radio Rilner and let him know to come that the coast is clear. And, you know... Just bring the ship over to us. We have one prisoner. We're going to make a pit stop at Omega.
0: All right. Uh, they fly the ship over and, uh, land it on the landing pad that the, um, the, the slaver's ship used to occupy and the lamp rope ramp lowers. And, uh, do you take Echnoria out of her chains or, uh, do you, um... Keep her in there for the trip.
3: No, no, she stays in chains until we get to Omega. Okay. Also, she gets to bunk with me.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> if, if if that was true, she she'd say actually I would she would honestly be like actually I'll take my chances on the jungle planet in chains. Thank you.
2: I would like to ask uh, if the robot saw any action.
0: They did not.
2: Okay. Nevertheless, I will spend the trip back fretting over them.
0: All right, so uh, you drop her off at Omega, you take off the chains. She promises that she will stop slaving.
1: I snap my teeth at her repeatedly.
0: She promises that she will never do slaving again. Look,
3: just... (sighs) Don't make me regret this, okay? Uh, at that point, she just
0: fucks off. She's gone. She finds a place in Omega with the largest crowd possible and gets as far away from Kunk as possible, as, uh, as Turianly possible.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, smart people. Be smart. Do smart people
1: things.
3: Uh- <laughs> I'm going to make an effort to make sure we don't, like, stay on Omega very long, just because I don't want our old friend to come knocking. Yeah, that's fair. So just, like, I get us, I I just ask, because, uh, Kenzak's piloting, correct?
2: I don't know if you have me piloting, but I could pilot.
3: I just figured that was a thing you wanted to be doing. I, I seem to recall you taking points in piloting. I did. Just making sure the flavor was
2: correct. I mean, it's all mostly automated anyway, unless there's a combat situation. Fair enough.
3: Basically, we're setting course for Kaje.
2: Well, that's the uh, the Squiddy Things homeworld, right? Yes.
3: Yes, it is. In retrospect, it is a good thing that I made sure to get some environmental protection put on my suit my clothing before we set out the first time
0: well no because like that wouldn't really matter because like if this is a um if this is a drell doing this then you're going you're going to be going to one of the extreme already like extremely uh environmentally modified and sealed cities anyway where it's like extremely dry
3: assuming this isn't in the ass end of nowhere in some sort of dome at the bottom of the ocean true
2: they do have a lot of ocean
3: 90% or so I hear
2: so the uh, the sort of what do you call those the, the, the regions between the, the sectors yeah so, does the sort of sector map I've created overlap? I don't think so. With th- Kajay's sector. I'm not sure where
0: Kajé is. Like, where is the location of Kajay?
2: I believe it is thoroughly within Citadel space, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Kajé's in Citadel space. That would um,
2: sense. All right.
0: Well, um, the the Mass Effect Wiki does not give a location of Cache, so, but so I'm going to rule that it's in Citadel space.
2: Well, based on where people have been kidnapping, uh, if they do spend time on their home world, it's uh, not not any sort of staging thing, because uh, whatever major operation they've got, I mean, by the looks of things, we just hit one of the, uh, staging outposts. So whatever the heart of their operation is, it's still somewhere around here. There might be evidence back at where you're going, or back at Kaje. I mean there's only three of us, we probably shouldn't head straight into a pirate base. So yeah, your idea sounds healthier.
3: Well, we've got a name for the drill that's been working. That's been uh, their liaison, at the very least. So, if we can dr- dredge up some connections to this Seyu? Seyut. 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 Then. We might have a, a lead to chase. At the very least, if we can. If we can make a connect a strong enough connection, we can stop sticking our necks out and foist this onto an actual
2: trained official. Yeah, like I think if we've got I think if we brought what we got to the council at this point, they'd probably send a Spectre out. Hmm. But if you want to, like, clean up your people's connection to this, we should probably do that before they get involved. I hear things about specters. Depending on which one they send, things will get real messy real quick. Hmm.
0: Yeah, do you want to take care of it yourself, or do you want to risk them sending Saren, who will probably blow up a city in order to get rid of them?
3: I would like answers... There's nothing saying that we can't just turn around and go
2: back to the council. I mean, it, I'm just the hired, uh well, I guess, mind and muscle. Mm. Sometimes. Anyway, it, this is your show. Well, no,
3: it's Real Ners' show, but I'm just trying to... Make some sound plans, unless Rilner, ha- unless you have something to interject with.
2: Nothing I haven't already objected.
3: This
0: one has no objections to how you want to proceed at this point. Uh, it thinks that we are probably getting too close. And so, if you think that you are capable of finding out more without endangering yourselves, then this one will gladly take us back to Kaje. If you wish to get the Council and subsequently the Spectres involved, uh, this one will go along with that as well. This one will say this, if you decide to go to Kajek, I will go home to my parents for the time being, so that way, this one is not put in any danger.
3: I... I don't know. We could take this to the council, and hope that they send a specter that knows discretion. But we're not talking about a Turian, or a Salarian, or an Asari planet. We're talking about the Drell and the Hanar. This could end up with more lives being taken than we could potentially save by bringing this to light. I don't want to do this unless everybody agrees
2: to it. So, Kenzak? Kunk? I mean, I'm being paid by the day, right?
0: Yes, you are
2: then whatever, I'm up for whatever you need.
3: I don't imagine that you want to turn down the opportunity to get into trouble, but Kunk, are you still with us? I take my
1: shotgun in two hands, one hand at the butt, one hand at the muzzle. I slam it against my head a couple of times.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I guess we're doing this then. All right,
0: so you set course for the mass relay, you make your calculations, you fly up to it, the lightning strikes at your ship, you go down its length, and you zoom off into the stars.
2: And that's
0: where we will call it. Uh, so, Real Nier is going, speaking being paid by the day. Real Nier gives everyone 500 credits. Uh, you can spend it on what you want. You can always say that you either spent it on Omega or you can, you're going into Citadel Space, you can find a, um, you can find someplace there to purchase legal goods as well. Um, and then everybody also gets 25 experience points
2: should probably buy some talents at some point
0: so grenades
3: are good actually (laughs) grenades
0: are real good
3: oh and you know I guess since we've been dicking around for a while I'm gonna just pop my strain down to zero it does say that a good night's sleep is usually enough to bring strain back down
0: Yeah. yeah wounds take a little longer to heal but I don't think anybody suffered any wounds in that fight no, I'm good. It was the complete opposite of the of the first fight you guys did, where like you guys almost <laughs> almost got your asses kicked on that. Uh, this one, you found a big thing. And you're like, do the job for us, please. So, Colin. Hmm. Uh, for the shopping that we are now
1: allowed to do, do we need to roll for rarity and all that stuff?
0: Yes, I will say that you still have to roll for rarity. Okay. I
1: want to get an armor upgrade to start, and that's rarity four. Could somebody please roll a negotiation on my behalf?
3: What am I rolling? Uh, negotiation? Negotiation at uh, difficulty two. Boop.
0: Boop. Um, I think that threat means that it, the price is raised by
1: 10%. No, that's for hackling. This is just to fight oh, it. Okay.
0: okay,
2: yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, to find it requires a negotiation street wise or applicable knowledge check
0: Yep so you found it um i will say that with the threat you can't find one in new condition you can only find it in like the next step down
2: minor damage minor damage okay. i can help with that i
1: don't I got mechanics. Think that's
0: actually going
1: to affect anything
2: i don't i think don't think so. there's
1: condition for uh Armor attachments.
0: Okay. Well, then, um... I need to think of the... You know what? Um, the o- You can find it, but the only place that you can find it is, like... An armory, like... In Citadel space, and they're, like... Fru-fru, like... They're... They're, they're high-class, high-finag... Uh, finangling, so... Yes, the price is raised by 10% base. <laughs> so if you want to haggle, it, you you're automatically start you're already starting at it.
1: Yeah, a healing you want to
3: try haggling? I'll do it for you. I will throw my stats at it.
0: Hey, you successfully lower it by 10%? I think. Or is wow. it 5%?
2: Uh, for each uncancelled success on the haggling roll, you decrease the price of the item by 5% from the default listed value.
1: Okay. Okay, so plus 5%
2: advantages, threats, triumphs, despairs should represent fringe benefits about the item or your relationship with that shopkeeper
0: which which uh, modification are you getting girl my skirt got pockets
2: <laughs> what <laughs> I, d-
0: I don't know what that means but I d- I don't know what you're trying to get at but uh, I do like how you said that I have integrated compartments
1: The character may store up to two weapons or pieces of gear of encumbrance two or lower in the armor. While stored, these items do not count towards the character's encumbrance value. Other characters suffer one black to perception checks made to detect these items. I know I bought at least one uh, EMP grenade that I handed off to somebody else. I'm gonna take that back. It was me. Yes.
3: I will give it back.
0: Um... So, fringe benefit of the item. Uh, how many items did you say that it could normally store? Two. Two? We'll say that there's an extra compartment in there that can hold an encumbrance one item as well.
2: I would like to buy an upgrade for my Omni Blade.
0: Okay. What's the uh what's the rarity on that
2: one? Four. So the two P. So yeah. I'm two going purple. to use Streetwise to find a good vendor.
0: Okay. Hmm.
3: You've
2: made almost the exact same roll I did.
0: Yeah. Um, again, uh the only place you can find it is some place that like definitely has markups for uh for reasons because like it's it's essentially you want to try and find it at Walmart, all you can do is find it at Radio Shack.
2: Well, this is Omega, so it's m- more like the vendor is saying, uh, this is the price, you want to find a- Find the same thing at a better price, good fucking luck.
0: Pretty much, yeah. So do you want to um, negotiate for a lower price?
2: Well, not personally, if I can help it. Okay. The Healy?
3: Oh, you want me to negotiate, right? Sorry, I I, I kind of tuned out. Mm, I didn't negotiate very well.
2: Ah, uh, damn. Some damn. kind of racist, um, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a Batarian. Fucking Batarians. Fucking Batarians. Yeah, you you try and uh, you try and negotiate a price, and he's like, yeah, no.
3: Sticker price, or get going.
2: All right, well, whichever. So, uh, yes, I am going to invest in the Spiked Blade, which has the same stats, except it's Vicious 3 instead of Vicious 1. Ooh. Ooh. Which means it adds an extra 30 to uh, Critical Rolls.
1: Okay, this one might be a little bit difficult to find. I would like to buy a pair of homing grenades. Ooh. That's rarity okay. six.
0: Rarity six, I think is a difficulty three.
2: Yep, I could make the roll. So, uh, I've actually, I've actually got decent streetwise. Uh, sure, if you want to. Yeah, three dice, one yellow. Pretty even odds and if you guys are assisting then i i could add blue dice i even
1: have any streetwise yep i technically have military training i i have zero streetwise actually i just have right. i guys. have two blue or i have two green in streetwise and that's it so unskilled assistance but yeah. that gives you a boost
2: right it's just this means that I cannot replace either of my numbers with yours. I still get blue dice from each assistant.
3: Oh yeah, we should have been doing that, huh? Oh
0: wow. Well.
2: Hey. All
0: right, you've managed to find it. Um, there's no markup. Uh, so.
2: I know a guy for grenades. I don't actually buy grenades, but I mean, you, you drink with enough fellow krogans, you, you've. You Find out where the grenades are. He's always like, Ken Zack, why don't you buy any grenades?
3: <laughs> How do you go into battle with just that dinky little shotgun?
0: <laughs> Alright, uh, are you going to try and get a Healy to make the price lower, or are you good at paying sticker price?
1: I'm actually okay to pay sticker price. I'll still have 250 left in my pockets.
3: Alright. I have no clue what ought to buy right now, so I'm You can think about that. I've got a week to figure it out. You got
0: two. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Damage
1: twelve.
3: What Damage the fuck? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh homic grenades. Damage twelve. Also, blast twelve. What the fuck?
2: What the actual rarity fuck?
0: Why these Rarity's only <laughs> rarity six?
2: They're also I expensive, I imagine.
1: Uh, they're 150 yeah. bucks a pop.
2: Okay. Which is a lot to be throwing at one-use items.
1: Yeah, also they are encumbrance one each, so I only get to oh. have two of them.
0: Uh, don't forget you do okay, have a free actually, encumbrance one.
1: Hang on a minute. This is weird. So I'm looking at uh properties for all of the explosives. Mm-hmm. Every okay, this must just be a typo. Yeah, this this is a typo. Homing grenades don't have
3: limited ammo. It's gotta be a typo. Look, they're homing grenades because they come back. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I got pockets for my skirt and I got two fuck you grenades. What can I buy for 250? Is there another armor attachment that would be good for me? No? Everything costs at least 300. That's
0: fine. I think I'm fine.
2: Alright. Anybody know what they're spending
0: their experience on?
2: Yes, I just bought a new tier 1 talent, Lethal Blows. The character adds plus 10 per rank of Lethal Blows to any critical injury rolls inflicted on opponents.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you're dealing plus buddy. 40 if you use your blade.
2: Yep. <laughs> That's gross. And no weapon type specified.
1: I come with one of those standard and then I took a second point in it. Um... I think, I think I am going to have a Healy tutor me more in physics and take a second rank in knowledge, physical science so that my biotic stuff could be even cooler
0: sometimes. When you learn that it makes you more, when having knowledge of physics makes you more dangerous, you're like, yes, please.
3: She'll do it, but she's not as nice about it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: fair Look, If you want me to not act out Just roll leadership
3: at me sometime Oh yeah, that was a thing I was gonna do Actually <laughs> Too bad I have zero presence
1: Make it the first thing you do when we land on the Fucking enemy planet Tell me off All right, I think I'm good. I've spent all of my experience and there's nothing I want
2: to spend my money on.
3: Hmm.
2: All right, I, for my part, I have bought the well-read second tier talent, which allows me to add three knowledge skills to my list of uh, career skills. Okay. Which is important because it gives me extra benefits while using tech powers. Ah.
3: Uh, I'm gonna spend a point, I'm gonna spend 10 points raising my leadership one. It's not a class skill. And then I'm going to spend 10 points raising my vigilance by up to two. It's actually three because of my bionic, of my uh, eyes, but. Right. And that's 20 points. I still have 10 points left over. I have no clue what I'm going to spend them on. I think I might just have to save them.
2: All, All right. right. Well, for my part, I used it to get access to life science, physical science, and social science, and used the last 10 points to buy one rank each in life and physical. Okay. Fresh out of experience.
0: Oh, it's
1: five times, not ten times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was fifteen, so I have ten more. I'm gonna fucking... You know what? I'm gonna raise my cool by one rank so I'm not quite so shit at rolling initiative.
0: All right. (laughs) All right, sounds like everyone's done doing bookkeeping stuff, it sounds like. So, I'm going to say... Thank you, players, for playing. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, next time, potentially, maybe the last session. It depends on how long they spend trying to find Seut and dealing with some other curveballs that I'm going to throw at them. So, uh, we'll see you all next time.
3: Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Personally, I'm gonna guess that we're gonna have at least two more sessions.